We'll edit this out. Cheers, folks. Cheers. This is, uh, it's a new year. It's a new year. Because maybe not yet, but yeah, soon it will be. And this is well, they don't know. This could be out before the maybe. No, will. Oh, this, but okay. It'll be out tomorrow, which is today, which is Thursday, the th- December thirtieth. And you're listening to the Kings of Punk <laughs> podcast, where we review and analyze subcultures and scenes, specifically in the punk, mostly in the punk and hardcore spheres, but amongst other things you discuss. Yeah, we all, and Yeah, we also discuss it when uh, major rappers perform satanic sacrifice rituals, of course, of course. in front of the whole world. Eminem, Travis Scott. We, yeah, we do, we sometimes discuss how Eminem is a, a body double and um, a demon, a too. satanic yeah. robot. We discussed when Fred Durst became a a, a ritualistic oh. shaman, uh, uh, bringing he, forth the uh, the new the age of apocalypse. Energy. Yes, uh, with the negative energy, a, of, a new era of the Kala Yuga. Yeah, but right now we're not really going to talk about any of that shit. We're actually going to talk about cool shit that happened this year, and actually maybe some bad shit that happened. So I guess, I guess there was some bad stuff. There was that satanic ritual that Travis Scott. Travis did. Scott did it on behalf of the. Kardashians in order to fuel an ancient Armenian of curse the, of course, the of demon course. Baphomet. But there are the Armenians are a Christian people. This is uh, pure American Satanism. Uh, before transpiring. we get before we get too far in there, I'm your host <laughs> Tyler Hammer. To my left, Tim Roche, aka Gary U.S. Bombs. Gary U.S. More US like bongs. Gary U.S. Bong right now, huh? And then to my right, we got the 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 wonderful Jake Razor. Jay Jay Reezy. Indeheasy. Incomparable. That's right. And let's let's see. 2021. Interesting year, huh? Huh, fellas? Dude, I cannot keep it separate from 2020. Since that first fucking COVID lockdown where we couldn't go anywhere, it's all been the same year to me, and it's fucked up because it, cause it's, it's fucked up because now I'm going to be like 30. Kind of like how we're, like going, we're like going back and forth between 2021 and back to 2020. You know, at times it's like, oh, yeah. okay. But COVID's not really a thing anymore. Oh, hush, hush, the vaccine's here. We're good. And then it's like, actually, never mind. Actually, like, it's winter time, so of course the numbers are going to skyrocket. So now it's back. Like, yeah. Seems to be this fluctuating uh, idea of, like, where are we? What's going on with our time? It's uh, fucking me up. Things were a little better this year, a lot better this year than last year, I, I would say. Like, uh, Yeah, at least we got to play some shows. Got to play some cool at shows. the same time, I have this fucked up feeling like I got more done in 2020. Like Because that was right when I started playing music again. Recorded a bunch of stuff, put some stuff out there, felt super productive. And then for a lot of 2021, I was having some personal issues that really, up until maybe a month ago, really hampered my productivity. And it's frustrating. Um, but, you know, that stuff can kind of ebb and flow a little bit sometimes. I will say when regards to pulling out music and releasing stuff, it is a lot easier to do that when you have absolutely no shows going on. So once we introduce the, uh, the notion of shows, it kind of throws things off. And if you're, and if you're well, we were working, but if your bandmates don't have to work, then it's a lot easier to fucking practice twice a week and yeah, you know, really crank shit out. Yeah, I mean, shit. Uh, me and Jake last year. I mean, goddamn, we recorded like a full black metal album. On I did. Our, on our I had a off. demo from a kind of side project called Mar. I was doing. We got the leaking head stuff recorded. We did this podcast. Started it, I think, 2020. Yeah, full. This is the first full year of doing the podcast. It's exciting, man. Yeah, it's I great. Mean, see, it's funny because H with HR, like 2020 was awful. Like, had an album, kind of scrapped that and used it to write a split, which we didn't end up fucking recording until the end of 2020. 
didn't come out till the mid of 2021. Finally, like a couple weeks ago, recorded some more stuff. Uh, and now I'm in the midst of finishing off recording, uh, writing for a full length, which we will hopefully finish by like maybe February. And then it's like rehearsals and then we got to schedule time to re- record and stuff like that. And I had to write lyrics. I was working on that today. If you songs, if you never listened for HR, if you know for new listeners, realized, hallucination realized not uh, the guy from the Bad Brains. They're not in the no. band with that guy. No, not unfortunately, yet. not yet. Yeah, he'll be. We're he'll working be with the. Us. We're working our way up, but um, we yeah, want him to might just take a little bit longer. Pop in on a water record and be like, "Yo, what's up?" Like on the Bod album. Yeah, he's is just he gonna show that? up in the studio wearing his motorcycle helmet. Is he on that album? He's on that one where they're standing on the surface of the moon or whatever. Yeah, I got oh. that album in like third grade, and nice. I didn't know who he was at the time. I later, for my first band, Brain Car, we had a demo, and some guy from California that found us on MySpace, who was, I believe, also a teenager, um, found us somehow and or requested a demo so i mailed him a brain car demo cd in the cd case for that pod satellite album <laughs> which is a really funny thing that i can only do once because i only had one copy of it <laughs> and you're there's no way you're gonna buy another copy just no. to do that don't tempt me but if anybody asked me for a brain car demo you know sure yeah that's the only i would way. say hey folks tyler hammer here wanted to talk to you about one of our sponsors shirley road records Established in 2017, they range in a variety of sounds from hardcore punk, power violence, to more esoteric sounds like industrial, harsh noise, gore noise even. There's something there that'll tickle your fancy. And if you go to ShirleyRoadRecords.com, you can check out what they have in stock. Not only do they carry stuff from what they release, they carry stuff from labels like To Live a Lie Records, Vehicular Homicide Productions, No Time Records, and Faith and Failure Productions. Hey, that's my label. Go to ShirleyRoadRecords.com and use promo code KOPPOD10 to get 10% off your order. That's COPPOD10 to get 10% off your order. You can also listen to the music that... uh, Shirley Road Records has put out at shirleyroadrecords.bandcamp.com. So check it out. Pick up something you've heard of, something you like. Pick up something you never heard before. You know, treat yourself today. Get a little surprise in. You'll thank me. All right. Peace, guys. I would say 2020 was like we're planting the seeds and then 2021 we had some sp- we had some sprite some sprouts but bit. some some things happened here and there some weather some things kind of took us off path but um you and me I got think, covid yeah that definitely fucked it up because and it sucks because like that whole week i didn't do shit like i literally just played video games and like tried to watch tv and like it sucked i was like Oh, uh, maybe I'll like get to write some stuff. Didn't do and didn't write a single thing. I think uh, my head fucking hurt the entire time too. Like not maybe the entire time, but like my tinnitus because I was uh, pretty congested. My tinnitus was pretty bad, so yeah, I just I couldn't do shit. I ended up toughing it out and doing our layout for our lathe that we just leaking head put out. Um, I was proud that I did that, but yeah, it was fucked up because COVID for me. 
I wasn't coughing. I didn't have a fever or anything. It just felt like I was hungover for a few days. So I couldn't do much except watch the entire show Top Boy. And that was it. I couldn't read, couldn't do fucking, couldn't focus on much. Luckily, I got that layout done. But I know what you mean. It's always a little like that. You have periods of a lot of productivity and then you see if it bears any fruit. And usually it's less fruit than you want. But once that kind of dawns on you, in my experience, it's like, I start panicking and then I go into sort of manic mode, which is where I'm at now where I'm just like, I got to get stuff done and then I do yep. as much as possible. I'm hopefully going to have a couple more songs written, a couple more things done. Like I know that it, it is nice though, knowing that like we're pretty much within the first half of the year have like, you know, we got uh, a split with HR for Lucid Realize coming out. We have maybe some other unrelated, uh, not unrelated, but some other stuff with HR come out, some noise works. We have, you know, the Leaking Head EP Leaking Head soon. EP. And the Rock Core compilation Rock that Core is a comp. collection of underground bands in Rochester that I think anyone who listens to Kings of Punk should pick up. Absolutely. Also, uh, potentially the, the black metal thing I was talking about that uh, me and Jake did. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be out soon, too. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, I don't know, like, for so far, I think for us, it hasn't been that bad. Uh could be could be a lot worse. I'll, I'll say that, and I'm glad that we kind of recovered from COVID with pretty much little little side effects. Seems like everybody's back to normal. Yeah, oh, I'm just bummed. Unfortunately, the show we're supposed to play tomorrow, uh, Friday, got canceled with Gel, play with Gel, Last Gas, Exhibition, Smash and Grab. Only yeah, that shallow. sucks. That really fucking sucks. I know Anthony from Gel is pretty bummed. Uh, he said he's like usually kind of usually kind of sucks. On Twitter, and it's like he was looking forward to doing some fun. So, uh, Anthony, if you are listening, sorry to hear about that, man. Uh, hopefully, we get to jam out soon. Really was like, really was looking forward to see Jal, and definitely want to see Smash and Grab and Exhibition again too. But hopefully, I think I think things will turn out. I think what we're gonna end up seeing, which is, has been happening, a lot of sh- shit getting shut down because of uh, the Omicron variant. And just to be sh- for everyone to, listen, to to know, it's not Omnicron. Yeah, I was Stop fucking that up. Omnicron. I was fucking up so bad. That's not, Omnicron sounds like a company that would, you know, have yeah. a campus near that's, where I work. That's the thing from. I think everybody keeps saying it is because that's the thing from Futurama. Yeah, they don't know. It's, well, it's Omni the Greek is like letter. It, it was. It's a Greek letter, and the other ones were from Greek shit. So why is this only? Yeah. Why Some sort Omi? of science shit, Omicron? I guess. Because I thought Omni was the name of the Greek. No, it's Omi. Omicron. What the fuck is Omni? No, I mean, That's he's saying something... how there's a word Omni. That you yeah, no, Omni it. is a word. Yeah, you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right, right. The Greek thing is Omi. Omni is like omnipresent. That is an English yes. thing, very much so. so and this, that's where I, I will say it up. this variant seems to be omnipresent. Lots of people are getting it. The yeah. good news is most of the people I know who have gotten it just like getting a cold. Yeah, at, le- at least the people that I know that are vaccinated that have gotten it. There's other yeah. people who I'm not sure if they are, and they got it, and they had a very bad time. Don't know anybody who died or got hospitalized, thankfully. But people who are vaxxed, et cetera, seem to be experiencing, you know, easily Mild manageable, if, if any, symptoms at all. And that I can only really be a good sign, I think. I think, you know, it's not the best possible outcome, but the outcome that seems likely now is that, this will just be an endemic disease like the flu that is around all the time, but doesn't have to kill you. So I guess that's as good as we're going to do. Yeah. If I have to get, I was thinking about getting my booster sometime soon. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Uh, I don't know. I mean, 
I think I'm going to get it. When? I don't fucking know. The, Same here. The, my th- issue is, is that, like, everyone's just like, oh, yeah, I really knocked the, sh- the fucking my ass, you know, on the See, ground for I a heard day. I've other people that, that didn't do shit to them. I've heard everyone that I've seen, I think I've heard from them, they're like, oof, this this sucks more than the vaccine. Vaccine, I didn't really feel shit. I think the, it was my second one, I felt like shit, but I also I th- remember was remembering, like, yeah, that morning when I got it, I, I was like, let me just drink a bunch of energy drinks and not a lick of water. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's probably why I feel like shit. You know shit. what else can help, too, is I think if you take, like, a uh, like a pain reliever. like Yeah, uh, you want to go there when you're drunk. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, you know, drunk, I, that's what I fucked up. High on weed. Want to stumble like in the wall from out of space. You're knocking over greeting cards. <laughs> going to going to ever going to Walgreens in a wheelchair. You're singing along to the crowded house song on the loudspeaker. <laughs> hey now, hey now, <laughs> the game yeah, is over. Hey, no. oh, this song's good as a bitch. Is that like a newer song? No, that's like a song from the '80s. That is a like, and I've said before, I wanted to know oh, about this. Oh, that song. I I thought you were just doing like what how pop songs now, like yeah, post like 2010 like is just claps. like no. This oh. is a, no, this is classic uh, <laughs> pharmacy music jam. They got like a whole genre of like I guess it's like '80s to early '90s soft rock that they play in pharmacies, <laughs> and that's one of those songs. <laughs> You know, Hall and Oates, that kind of stuff. And yeah, yeah, the band Crowded House. Nice alliteration there. Good. but <laughs> Crowded House. Yeah. Crowder's House. Steven yeah. Crowder's House. <laughs> I'm going to go there and do something that I shouldn't, that I should <laughs> do. That's bad. That I should, should do, but yep, that the law says is bad. <laughs> but I will say, 2021, not only pretty good for us, I thought it was br- truly one of the best years in music that I've I've personally ever experienced. Now, obviously, living in, like, the heyday of, like, the early 80s, like, mid-80s, um, various other things, that's great. I think the great thing about the modern, uh, this this era, the last, like, five or six years, is a combination of a few things. Is that, A, we have such easy access to past music. Like, things are, A, not only available on streaming services and YouTube, but there's a lot of like reissues going around too, which I think is kind of cool for the most part. So if you're instead of wanting to pay a hundred dollars for this fucking LP of the sick band, maybe it's been been reissued and you can get it for thirty. Wow, that's yeah. great. And when the shit gets reissued, it also gets put on streaming services, which is yeah. cool. Wiz, one second, sorry, Wiz is cat. He our cat Wiz, my cat Gray Wizard. Uh, I have been watching my parents' house, so I haven't been able to see him too much. So he's kind of wandering around, run right now. He's laying down next to me for a few hours earlier and that was very nice taking a little nap uh, taking a little nap but so we have that so we have previous music now being like even more accessible than ever reuse and whatnot you also have tons and tons of bands just putting out fucking solid shit i mean out of every like three bands i fucking hear it's something that i think is like fucking sick for the most part and like i want like i fucking wish i could buy this uh, whether it be demos, whether it be seven inches, LPs, just amazing uh, amount of like just sick music. And this is like for a lot of different styles. And for the most part, there aren't any super big trends sweeping through kind of mucking up like a specific sound and area. You can always kind of go around it and like traverse around whatever shit you don't like for the most part. Yeah, punk and hardcore especially is like, I feel like I'm seeing more, bi- last time I saw this many like, hardcore punk bands would be like 
when I was in high school and No Way Records was like the big thing, very much, you know, American. We've talked about this before, yeah. Definitely 10 years, at least 10. More than that. 10 to 15 years ago. Fucking, um, and American Hardcore, the book and movie had just come out. So people were doing like sort of this straight U.S. hardcore style. Somewhere in there, like D-Beat was really trendy too, but it was kind of a separate thing. Now it's like there's just as many bands as there were back then, if not more. But musically, there's a lot more stuff I'm hearing where it's like, this is a hardcore punk band, but they're not confining themselves to a little tiny subgenre. They've got a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And that's what I've always wanted. Always wanted to do a band that fit that bill, which luckily I think Leaking Head does. Um, And it's just cool that I can go on YouTube or whatever and check some of these YouTube channels that put out, you know, new stuff on YouTube and hear something that is identifiably a hardcore punk band, but doesn't completely sound like an imitation of something else. There are things that I hear over and over again that I'm already sick of, but all things considered, I think this is like the best period for punk and hardcore in my lifetime. There are things that came out this year that I liked. Um, Mostly, I didn't listen to that much new punk music in my regular daily rotation, but there were probably four or five records at least that I did make it into my rotation of like, should I listen to driving to work and stuff? And that's the highest number that I've seen probably since like crazy spirit and Hank Wood were like really big bands. So yeah. that's, we're definitely getting some. What's up hoes. I'm kidding. Most of you aren't hoes. About 77% of you are men. I know it's called analytics, bitch. I've seen that shit. Of course I did. I'm trying to do some serious marketing onto all of you. But right at the moment, I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm just sharing information with you in a way that's friendly, relatable, and warm. So, and uh, personable. So, as a friend and a brand, I want to talk to you about Syrup Head Recordings. This is a label that I'm sure you've heard of. They're an institution. They've got a wide, wide array of brutal and extreme music. uh, Ranging from hardcore punk all the way to harsh noise. And a whole lot of various forms of gore in between and next friday he has three new cassettes coming out he has a bunch of things coming down the pipeline line i'm not sure what he's going to drop next there's a few different uh things that are queued up there's the false gods cassette which is sludge doom with hardcore influence swarm which i've mentioned before completely batshit crazy japanese band uh 16 that's a wild mint score band uh maggot vomit afterbirth which uh, Tyler's nodding his head. He says that good stuff. I assume it sounds like what you would think it would. And the Hit and Run Drivers, which is a hilarious band name. Minscore. Um, if that's not your bag, plenty of other stuff there. So go check out syruphead.storeenvy.com and syrup underscore head underscore recordings on Instagram. Uh, nice to talk to all of you. Bye. It's, it's an exciting time to be in because, and like I said, even if you don't care for like, or don't really have a way to navigate newer music for the most part uh, you could still enjoy a lot of older stuff and be able to navigate through it a lot easier and find way more sicker shit you're more of a fan of that tim in that you don't really listen to a lot of newer stuff um but, but I, I like to do my research like do your research yeah. you like to find like the hidden gems the things people never really heard about you show me you showed what you sent me the other day that was really sick uh, odious like, sanction yeah, that shit was sick. Old '90s uh, death metal hardcore hybrid. Yeah, it definitely felt I like. I've not heard that one. What is that from UK or something? No, like they're that? from Cleveland. Cleveland. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because I sent you that except death. Yes. Stuff, yes. which is also very sick from Cleveland, I believe too. It's the uh, Matt from Hemdale. Matt from Hemdale, Corey Bing, um, 
both been tons of sludge uh, death metal bands. Some people from uh, Fistula, too, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> but let me ask you, anything that you've been listening to, anything that you, like, noticed, and this also goes for you, too, Jake, that you found yourself really into this year, that you weren't really into necessarily before, any certain bands that you're like, this is, like, a new favorite of mine, anything like that? Um. Well, you know, to I actually to go in line with the previous episode, uh, or you know, one that we just did, um, the Crow Mags never really listened to them, uh huh, uh, because I thought they kind of sucked. Um, gave their discography a shot. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's like oh, this is uh actually pretty good. Yeah, there we go. And really, just kind of doing that a lot with like a lot of the. All the reunion records we've listened to over mm-hmm. the past couple months, like the uh, that Poison Idea record was pretty good. The the you know the 2006 one, yeah. That Bad Brains reunion album from 2007 was also like, wow, this is pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's didn't think I would ever say that, but it's like no, these it, are it's funny. Good. Um, we uh, a couple of people, Jay from Sidetracked, uh, he he likes that record so. I remember posting about that episode, and he's like, oh, please don't, like, shed on it. It's like, no, Which we one, liked uh, it. Bad um, Brains album? Yeah, or? yeah, the oh, okay. seven one. Like, no, we liked it. And then I believe this kind of inspired uh, Gray from Demolition to listen to it, and he had, like, high, he had, he sang praises high about praises? that record, too. Wow, look at that. We're, we're getting the word out for you know, people. It is funny because he said a very similar thing to what you said about the vocals on that one track he listened to, where it's like vocals. the dub vocals. He's like, yeah, they're doing, like, the dub vocal thing with like the delay, the yeah, kind of because they, I, believe, I, I believe they exp- on demo list and explained it as they didn't want to write more lyrics, so they yeah. did that instead. <laughs> they didn't but, know uh, how to. F- HR didn't want to write more. wasn't going to write more lyrics, so they had to find a way to fill it yeah. out. Yeah, um, and it is funny because there's no way he could have heard you say that because we put out that episode after they did their episode in which he mentioned that. <laughs> So it, great minds, you know, great minds think alike. Great pod, hardcore podcast great, minds think alike. Great pods, you know, pod alike. We pod alike, folks. So walk together, or pod, pod together, together, rock together. Yeah, <laughs> it's horrible. It's garbage. Oh, uh, what else? Too. Oh, also that Doctor No reunion album. It's like, wow, this is pretty heavy coming from like it's a, a good band. Album, yeah, yeah, that was what pretty much. Uh, didn't seem like they had much going on for a bit. We all know. saw a couple standout like live sets too. I think. I mean, when we that water torture reunion show that you guys played and killed it. Yeah. But the oh, uh, water you. torture was also great. That was a fun gig. That was when me and Tyler got COVID, but that's okay. Um, I definitely one vivid memory I have is going to a local venue called Photo City Music Hall and seeing the local band Unorder for the first time because we didn't know what to expect. Yeah, we were friends with some of the people in the band, but didn't know much about them. And immediately we all kind of looked at each other. We're like, "Oh shit, yeah, shit," because they sounded like you know, as we've talked about them before, it's like early grind, like when grind was still crust, and yeah. they, they nailed like, that uh, style. I think maybe like a electro hippies. Yeah, yeah, definitely. With a little, with some, they'll go into the more crust elements at times. I uh, recorded their demo and is currently in the process of being finished mixing. And maybe I'll have to show you guys sometime soon. But I think it sounds fucking awesome. And another thing that's going to come out in 2021, 2022, that I think is going to people will be like, oh, shit. Like, I haven't I don't really we don't really hear stuff like that anymore. No, you don't. From the like crusty, spiky dreadlock scene, it's more like 
either straight D beat or sort of like tragedy type crust or like more metallic that that kind yeah. of gr- like grinding crust that isn't like phobia style that's still like more punk sounding is is there's definitely a dearth of that right now so i'm excited about that band for local stuff i'll say another actually oh to, speaking of live shows i'll say another cool thing that happened in rochester this year uh new diy venue opened up finally that's true yes yeah, very exciting. which has been uh doing pretty good with uh we've tyler's booked a lot of bands that have played there and uh mm-hmm. The yeah, the guy who runs it, Tom, he's he's got a lot. He's been bringing some uh, cool shows to town. Yeah, you guys booked Deterioration there. They were yeah. they were great. Um, we played there with another local band from Rochester that I think is really good and has been getting some traction online lately. Uh, Danny's Favorites. That's like a late seventies style punk, but very not like British style. It's like L A style. Like if anyone's listened to like Rick L Rick or more so, just like if you've heard the Simple Tones, it's like that, but with a a lot more musical proficiency because it's from guys who have played, you know, in other styles of music. And, uh, yeah, band's cool. Keep your eyes peeled for new stuff from them because they they got new stuff on the way. Um, yeah, this was a good year. I, I um, there was we're a... F- like, essentially, we were kind of, like, picking up the pieces. Yeah. 2020, kind of, like, whatever momentum there was in the beginning of the year was immediately halted. So I remember everybody like at the end of 2019 just be like 2020 perfect oh, vision yeah. like it's like man little yeah. did, little did we know <laughs> I mean kind of in a way I stand by that I think it allowed some people to like kind of reassess things and like kind of focus on other things I'm kind of glad it happened uh especially with like the way HR is right now I think that we're we're better than ever we finally filled out our lineup with a bass player bass player mitch so that i'm like more happy than ever with any of the projects i've been doing like in my life so now the the thing that really bothers me is that the uncertainty of the future like oh should we even bother touring should we try and do this like literally every tour that i've seen they've had to either cancel or someone's got covid or push back or something like that and it's like fuck don't even see the reason why to do, to do it yet, uh, but we shall see. We might have to keep. I think m- what might make more sense from the future is more short term kind of stuff. Being like, all right, yeah. we're gonna try and do four days. We're gonna do five days. This, that, and the other. Which yeah. maybe that should be our strategy. Kind of pan things out a little, you know, a little long, less long trudges where we're oh we're in California. 4,000 miles from home, and now we have COVID, and how are we going to get back? That kind of shit. Yeah, I mean, big bands were getting disrupted by that, too. Um, Like corn, Limp biscuits. Yeah, that whole shit got fucking shut down. Like, crazy crazy big bands. And we also see, like, uh, a band that I do have on my my top, my Spotify list. Uh, Bands kind of really blowing up bigger than I think we can imagine. It's a band like Turnstile. Like they were on fucking yeah. I haven't watched Seth it. Myers, Fallon. Jim Fallon. No, not Jimmy Fallon. Seth, Seth Myers. Myers. Oh. Okay. Well, good. Um, good for them. That good they for them. On Jim you Fallon. Know, they had this huge fucking record release shows. Um, they're doing some big, big things, and it's crazy to see that with like a hardcore band now. Whereas I think like ten, five years ago, it's like this. That's not gonna happen. Um, hardly a straight up hardcore band, but still, I think ten much more tangentially than uh you know some other bands that are in that vein yeah like mod vein 
like a mud yeah muddy veins <laughs> so yeah um i was gonna note a couple things i was into this year that came out this year yeah as well as there's also through the process of hearing some brand brand new stuff this year there was um a few records from the past couple years that i kind of missed that i caught up on too that again these are ones that kind of made their way into my rotation with the other music i'd usually listen to a lot of the stuff i got into while i was in quarantine with covid i i uh went on the uh la vida es un moose website which is a great record label that i'd heard about for years but because for years i didn't follow punk music at Dude, all honestly they killed it this year incredible amount of good stuff on that label um I will say I think my pick for punk record of the year that I heard, and again, there's other people who keep up with this stuff much more than I do, but it's not on that label. It's on Roachleg Records. I think the Peace on Earth LP by Tower 7 that I just got in the mail is my favorite album, new record I heard this year. It's like great, like crust punk, but the production doesn't sound like crust punk, and the vocals have more of that kind of uh, sneering U.S. hardcore edge. It's really, it checks all the boxes. It's like crusty songwriting, but with a different kind of energy to it. Great riffs. It's got some riffs that are very moshable. Loved that record. Was was super into that. Another one that I, I think was on La Vida Asun Moose was that, uh, and I know I've talked about it before, the Nervous SS Rat Cage split. I had never heard of either band i was my interest was peaked because i heard nervous ss was from skopje northern macedonia you don't hear a lot about bands from there um both sides of that are great rat cage is from sheffield uk really good like hardcore punk with d beats in it but not like disclosed worship and yeah that is on levitas and most i just looked it up uh great p- production really pops on it the riffs are clever they're punchy they're catchy um, Rat Cage, their riffing is like super, it's like punk, but it's intricate, but not in a virtuosoic yeah. way, and I appreciate that. They also did a UK subs cover, which is cool, didn't see that one coming. So that was a, a record I listened to a lot. Um, I liked also Chubby and the Gang had a little single, Lightning Don't Strike Twice, in 2021. They which, had a full album. That was towards the end of the year, though. I haven't listened to that yet. Oh, The Mutt's the, Nuts. The Mutt's Nuts I haven't listened to haven't yet. Even, that good? Yeah, I haven't listened to that fucking either. I haven't listened to that either. The, you know this, what I haven't also listened to? The fucking new Chisel record. That I have listened to, and it's fucking great. Oh, I was going to talk about that in a second. Um, okay. Yeah, Lightning Don't Strike Trice is probably my favorite Chubby and the Gang song, and that came out as a, a single, like, over the summer. Chisel, Retaliation, great album. Oi Music either goes really right or really wrong, as I think mm-hmm. anyone who is familiar with punk music knows. That record knocked it out of the park. Production, vocals songwriting everything about it on point need to get a hard copy of it yeah i i, I love i believe that sorry thing. state has it yes they, i think they do yeah i meant they, they, they put it on demolition put it on their top list uh like their well well like, deserved well deserved sorry state has it so maybe i'll have to put an order to sorry state soon because yeah like let me know if stuff. you do because they have stuff that i want to get as well um so there's also a tape that I think I've talked for them. Is that on Levita? We should talk that, about labels. I that think. that that record is. Uh, they're doing a pre-order for that label's reissuing Death Church by Rudimentary P9, oh, really? which is gnarly. What label is it? Levita Asun Moose. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh damn. The Quarantine record, which I think you like, is on there. That's a good like heavier hardcore band. I, I are they from England? Not sure. I don't know if I heard that. I know Stingray's on that label. Stingray that Stingray there. Feeding Time EP was a great one from the UK. There's also a Finnish band on La Vida 
called Koti Tuoa. Apologies if I pronounced it wrong, but that is an awesome hardcore record. Doesn't really sound like anything else. I'm not sure how to describe it. It's kind of metallic. It's like it's like crossover meets post-punk with a female singer from Finland, and that shit is really, really good. Um, I also, different label, I think actually self-released, the Muro Live in Bogota tape. I let's, think, uh, what was I say? Let's, I, w- I want to talk about, we can talk about, like, go from label to label. Label to label, okay. I want to talk about later. some some, cho- some choices that you probably would pick, too, at mm-hmm. least one of them. Uh, Ireland Records, one of the best labels in the game, consistently yeah. putting out good material. But this year, they put out, I think, three things pretty early on that have stuck with me. Um, one of them I've listened to almost for a while since like every single like once at least once a day um first the the electric chair seven inch social capital electric chair if you you'd know them uh great fucking band just blazing fast really really interesting songs like great fucking guitar riffs guitar interplay guitar playing is on another level on that record like this is that is what we i want to hear is like a hair away from virtuistic, but like still playing punk Close, music. Close, yeah. Like it's almost like where they could be like in a better band, like playing like harder music, but they don't. Um, the Slant LP is also fucking great. South Korean band from Seoul, I believe Seoul. Um, amazing, just like kind of in the. I'm gonna say like stompy hardcore. You fucking know what I mean when I say that. Um, hard, stompy hardcore punk stuff, but really, really done just really well. Vocals are really great. Um, and my favorite record, 2021, I don't really have an album of the year, like a top 10 list, I think, but I do have a number one record, and you probably know what it is. It's The Public Humiliation 2 from Gas Chamber Black Iron Prison. It's a yeah. live collaboration from their last Gas Chamber show in 2017. Finally released, I've known about, like, I've heard of musings about it for a couple years and like literally i i there's like i'm so happy that it came out because it's like my favorite it's truly my favorite record the last gauge gas chamber show the most gas chamber if you don't know buffalo power violence hardcore punk noise psychedelic i I don't fucking know like eclectic band to say the least violence prog violence i guess you could say that's a Pink fine Floyd, way to describe it, I think. Pink Floyd meets, you know, I guess... Uh, crossed out. Crossed out or, like, no comment. Just absolutely devastating. Super fast, but, that like... Actually, that is a good comparison, I think, honestly. What, Pink, uh, Pink dude, Floyd mixed with Crossed yeah. Out? Mick, listening to a b- lot of Pink Floyd this year, um, more than I ever have, like, the good comparison... Band. Great band. And, like, the way their albums flow is kind of how I've always heard, like, Gas Chamber with their live sets... Um, like the songs are, they don't, they literally don't stop seamless. Playing. It's very seamless. They'll, they will, they will manipulate their songs to create a seamless set. And if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it right now. It's like the best fucking thing. Like that is to me, the bar of power violence and like hardcore. When I hear a shitty fucking metalcore pretending medical metalcore band pretending to be a power violence. And I say metalcore, like in the maybe con- Converge, converge kind of like sense where maybe it is fast that, that norma gene <laughs> style yeah but it's like you're you're playing fucking dissonant panic chords shit like i don't fucking want to hear it. Just, i want to feel yeah, it's fucking i want to hear 
you fucking pissed off and like but like also as i said with electric chair like so good at your fucking instruments that you can like you can a pull it off but like you still have that like ferocious edge to you that i think is necessary in hardcore and punk music yeah um iron lung yeah definitely iron one of my favorite record, record labels label, in yeah. general and then also from them too is the paprika demo that shit's really cool Kind of reminds me that of that, um, uh, what's that Boston band that the dude in, um, that one ska band sing, sings in? Impact Unit? Impact. Kind of sounds like Impact Unit. Like, if, if I don't like, I never like doing that, like, it sounds like this band and this band and this band, but that's like the one band where I was like, this oh, sounds like. In, this band. This, I don't like, yeah, I, I, I hate reading reviews where they compare a dozen bands then it's like i have no idea what the fuck you're talking about i don't hear any of this but sounds like right you're like megadeth yeah got, um megadeth mixed with got? sisters of mercy with sisters of mercy like yeah it's like what the fuck this and that, nwa that band does sound like impact unit um but what you said the murrow tape you like that you yeah, really that was, like that that was on a label um from england whose other stuff i wasn't on, let me look up what it is. I was while I'm looking that up, um, I would just note with regards to Levita and Moose, the other a- anything they put out is probably good. I will note one that came out last year, but I heard this year that I you have to listen to if you haven't yet is that Over the Hills and Far Away album by Subdued. Is that the the crusty anarcho stuff? The one it's like conflict style stuff. Yeah. But done incredibly well. That's a great example of something people don't really do enough, which is it's a fucking album. Same with Tower 7 on Roachleg, which we'll mm-hmm. come back to that label in a second. You listen to it, and that subdued record especially, it sounds like an album that was written at the album. The songs all flow together. There's cons- concepts joining them together. There is a intricate lyric sheet insert that connects everything conceptually and visually. And if you fucking can, try to make your album like that because that's what separates an album from like a really good demo tape is Absolutely. what I would say. Um, Murrow was on PMT Records from London. They have some Ooh, other stuff. PMT, that, dude, that is uh, to go off that. Yeah, the Killing Frost demo. Yeah, I haven't heard that. That's on there, dude. That shit is. I was re-listening to it today because I haven't listened to it in a minute. Top, probably one of my top demos of the. I year. gotta check that out then. Fucking great. If you like, um, like the first Carnival record, I do mixed very with much. Celtic Frost and Sheer Terror kind of stuff. It sounds. Very much like that. Oh, it, cool. Like, all those kind of, like, heavy metal, but, like, also, like, crossover. Sick. And hardcore. Well, yeah, that Murrow thing was recorded in 2019, and they released it in 2021 because there were protests against the far-right president of Colombia, and people were getting fucked up and killed and beat up, and they wanted to raise some money, which they did. Um, that, I like all the Murrow records a lot, too. I personally have a real soft spot for that live tape because... Just the energy on it is incredible. It's fucking vicious. I that band is like right up my alley for a style of hardcore punk. It's hardcore punk for sure. It's fast, but it has that like oi slash street punk sing along element, which I've heard a few other sp- Spanish language or Latino bands do that too. Where yeah, it's like I know what you mean. It's abrasive and it's hardcore, but it's got those fucking choruses. And I'm like I'm a huge sucker for that. There uh, was a bunch of bands. There was, there's a label from Spain that I'll look up to and give a shout out to that had a bunch of stuff like that that came out. But yeah, that record was great. Uh, La Vida also had the Rixi EP, which I can't pronounce the name of, but that's like a 
think a bunch of Asian immigrants in uh, Australia. Yeah. That oh, okay. You know what? I they mentioned that Demolus, and I was like, I've heard that name before, but it's not Rixie. Not they are the French band. That was like, yeah, I was gonna say that was a French band. Yeah, yeah that's no, R I X E. This is like some Asian immigrants from, I believe, Australia doing like UK eighty two stuff, and and that was really cool. Murrow shit was really cool. Roachleg Records, the label that did um, that Tower 7 thing, also had a tape that I got while I was at it that I wasn't sure what to expect. It's this Sociedad Basterda. This is like brutal. It's like noise punk, very noise out, noisy and blown out, but with like tough vocals. That was a really, really good record. Um, I'm trying to figure out what label the Mess record was on. That was a band from Mexico. They did a record called Fuego, 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 Fire, Fire, Fire. If you like Blitz, uh, Mess sounds exactly like Blitz. So Mest, M-E-S-T? No, M-E-S-S. M-E-S-S, okay. Not the guy who wrote graffiti from here. Uh, no, Mess <laughs> is fucking, um, that's that's a, a fucking great. Never like, heard that. I mean, it's, it's just, I mean, it's almost, for me, a little bit too by the numbers. Like, it fucking just sounds exactly like fucking. Um, like a cover band. It sounds exactly <laughs> like Blitz, but. That's okay. It's I mean, still as good. It, see, that that kind of gets annoying when you have a lot of bands doing that, but like, I can't imagine how many bands are actually not trying to the, sound Not like to the extent they do. Um, trying to look up this Spanish label that I... What was, just, the, what was the label? Well, you, you look that up. Yeah. I will talk about some other things. Um, we also got, you know, Goodbye World at that store. I was going to mention That's that one. On um, Youth Attack. Youth Attack had a c- bunch of cool, really cool stuff this year. Um, a little less frequent with their drops, but I feel like, I don't know, th- at, at Goodbye World, which features um, Aaron uh, Aspinwall, I believe is the name, from The Repo singing, um, Danny Trejo, Danny Trejo, uh, James Trejo, Danny Trejo, Danny Trejo, Danny Trejo, Danny Trejo just standing it. in the studio with them. With James Trejo um, from the Cadaver Dog, bunch of fucking great Denver bands, and then you have Mark McCoy as well. Who, uh, you probably know from Charles Bronson, Dothoth, aka also Youth Attack. Uh, amazing, just fucking blisteringly fast, sick hardcore punk. Uh, just super raw too. Like a thing that I can't not that I can't stand but I don't like lo-fi for the sake of being lo-fi mm-hmm. anymore like so a couple things there I forgot what there was something on pack practice hatred zine that came out that I list that they played on demolition that was so bizarrely lo-fi that it sucked all of the energy out of it for me yeah like this might have been cool but like you've decided to put to put it on record via a tape that you must have buried in mud uh, because it sounds like shit. Like, it sounded so bad. It was like... Yeah, it was... It might as well have been like that. And then the Tupperware 7-inch that came out recently is coming it out. It would be really good. And the lo-fi quality on it kind of works. Like, I love how the I vocals think sound. it does work, but, like, I just want a little... It's like bit a little bit more. more. Give me a little bit more. also one of the worst band names I've ever Oh, heard dude, and it sucks because the, the logo and the artwork is so sick. And it says Tupperware, and it's like God fucking damn it! This and the you would you would probably really fuck with it because it's just like super fast like hardcore shit. Yeah, a lot of stops almost and reminds starts. me of Koro. Could you imagine like wearing that like you know having like their shirt and people are like, hey, yo, that's a funny. You know, yeah, like, it's like God damn it! Like I wish this band was like 
not so good. I'm glad they they aren't like just a demo. Yeah. But like, it's like, God damn, like put a little bit more. I I showed it to our friend Beefus and that was what he said. It sounded like that Speed Kills LP, like the unreleased Coro shit that sounds terrible. And like, I'm wondering, (laughs) and I wonder, and if. Are you talking about the band from Tennessee? Yeah. Coro? Coro. Yeah, okay. It kind of sounds like that, but like, be- uh, maybe I would say better. I don't say better, but like, it's just really fast, tight, tight as fuck. Like they know exactly what they're doing. It's just like it's a little too low-fi for me in like every aspect, and I just wish it was like, like you guys, these songs are fucking great. Like your playing is killer. Like I don't. I wonder if, and I mentioned this online. I wonder if they have an uh, affinity for the proto noise core kind of stuff. That like I have, you know, with the really not necessarily sloppy song playing, but like bands in like the early mid '80s that were just playing so fast, playing as fast yeah. as possibly could. Maybe a little sloppy at times, but like just chaotic energy coming ex- spewing from them. And I wonder if that's what they're trying to. If that's what they're going for, they going got it for. mostly right. Like that, it's got the stops and starts too, which yeah. is really key to that style. They might very hurky jerky. Why I don't think they would they are going for that is because they called their band Tupperware um, not something cooler and I feel like one of those bands back in the day would never call themselves that the thing is if they called themselves that in 1983 I would think it was cool yeah but not that many bands did I mean, when That's I hear that now cool. I just think egg, I think like stupid egg punk that I like can't not, not that I can't stand because some of the stuff I like like band Snooper all the Mark Winter stuff is kind of cool um, right it's like blanket yeah, so but some of it, like, if, if you just put out a demo and it's, like, four minutes long, then, like, I'm going to forget you. So, luckily, they didn't. Coffee maybe table. I'll remember them, but, like, I'm not going to remember who you are because I don't know who the fuck is in that band. And, like, just come at me with more than, like, four minutes of music next time. Like, come on, you can do that. If every band back in the day, like, could put out, like, 35-minute LPs, like... Yeah. I think you could fucking put out, like, a 10-minute EP. So the Demo, the other label that I was real stoked on that I, I still need to order some stuff from, I'm probably going to do that, like, right after this, is a label from, I believe, Spain called uh, Discos Enfermos. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, I think, mostly stuff from Spain... Uh, they I found them because just this year they reissued the HHH Intellectual Punks seven inch, which is a uh, classic like hardcore punk band, like early to mid eighties from Catalonia. That's a great record. I think it's Catalonia. I hope I don't get that wrong because I know that's a whole thing. But uh, that I was glad that got reissued. Um, yeah, no, it's Catalonia. I was right. Um, that was a good reissue. I need to get a copy of that. And then I found this label. I'd never heard of them before. A lot of great Spanish language punk, mostly, again, I think from Spain. There's a Vengaza, La Fiera, 7-inch. I'm going to order that. Mm-hmm. That is another great example of, and they're more polished than Muro, but that mix of, like, hardcore and oi slash street punk, which I think sometimes it can be a little porny, but when bands pull it off, they fucking, I, I love it. I'm a huge sucker for it. That Vengaza record is a good example of that. There's another record on that label that I think I've might have mentioned before online this uh let me make sure I get the pronunciation is right again oh Farmaco which I believe is from Portugal maybe although I could be wrong no I think it's from Spain Portugal yeah I don't know why I I think the name looked Portuguese to me but that 
Yeah, yeah, but that that record is like similar anthemic style hardcore punk, but with a little bit more of a metal or crust, like Sacrilege Edge. Um, that style's great. Spain seems like it has a great scene right now. Uh, that style I'm really into. That sort of sing along hardcore, but like old school '80s style. Um, and it sounds there's some new like anarcho stuff from Spain that I've heard is cool too. I haven't checked it out yet, but it seems like the shit is popping over there for sure. Uh, Lumpin from Barcelona is a good band too. They're kind of UK 82 styled as well. Um, yeah, so Discos and Fermos, go check out their Bandcamp page for sure because that shit is, I think it is all from Spain specifically. Um, not from Spain, but Spanish language. We played with a band Cartel recently with Leaking Head, Cartel with a K. They're all uh, Latino immigrants to New York City. That band was great live. Get a chance to see them if you can. And I do. I like their records as well. Um, that's that's they were cool because it was musically very similar to like old um, like Brazilian hardcore, like Ojo Seco, any stuff like that you've heard, which I'm sure some of the listeners have. But the vocals were kind of in the vein of um, more like uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm hesitating here. I got trying to remember everything I was into. It's like uh, Burning Spirits vocals. They have a yeah. female singer who sort of does that like half singing, screaming thing that they do in Burning Spirits, and that was cool. Um, there was also one more band that I wanted to one give a shout-out to because I liked it. Um, Porvenir Escuro. That was, I think they are from New York City. I'm going to double-check that now. But that record is like, again, UK82 with a hardcore edge. That was on La Vida, Esun Moose as well. Um, yeah, it was recorded in New York. It's uh, Sasha Stroud at Artifact Audio again. The seems to produce every new record that I really, really like. But that's again, you know, mix of UK eighty two and hardcore that uh, a lot of these Spanish language and even just Latino bands seem to really get right. I think I got a taste for it when I heard Peligro Social back in high school. That was a band that did a split with like Born Dead and shit. They were like from the Bay Area hardcore scene, and they're full length in high school i just listened to constantly because fast with shredding guitars still hardcore but sing along parts love it i'm i'm here for it always i gotta say i'm not gonna get too much into metal because this isn't like a metal podcast but i really uh imp- uh really drew a line in like my metal taste this year and i, th- I really digging deep much more in the last few months especially in black metal Really figuring out what I like and what I don't like. So that's ultimately what I, I'm trying to do more is, like, focus on, like, like let me actually expand into what I do like and try and find more shit like that than, like, trying to, like, to like hear everything. Um, I, I really can't, don't really prefer the super lo-fi Norwegian second wave kind of black metal shit that a lot of people love to fawn over and also pretend that what, like, black metal is like. That's what it all sounds like. That doesn't like. I do like a rawness to it, like with the hardcore, uh, and grind yeah. and power violence. I do like the rawness to it, but sometimes it's just a little. Sounds like literally a tape player thrown in a corner somewhere, like that band Mutilation from France. Don't people always big up that band, along with the other LLM bands? It's but just tape piss. Yeah, it really kind of is. Like, oh, it's tape sucks. piss. Tape what? piss. Tape piss. But. I would say uh, for a couple black metal releases, if you're fi- if you're a fan of that stuff, um, Via Meditatio from Finland, crazy weird psychedelic black metal stuff. Um, their EP that came out with this year is really good. Their LP from last year was also really good. 
And then War Moon Lord uh, put out this album called Battle Spells. I thought it was Goat Moon Lord. No, it's War Moon Lord. I'm getting it mixed up with a Nazi band. Excuse me. War Moon Lord. Goat War Moon. Moon. Not the same band. It is on. It is on where their LP is on. That album came out on Werewolf Records. Sounds normal. Werewolf. Um, yeah, that's a guy uh, from London, I guess. Guy from London. He's what? an American <laughs> werewolf in London over there. Uh, but that album is fucking fantastic. His hair was perfect. <laughs> and then I'm trying to think of what else. I, a bunch of cool stuff. My favorite death metal album, I think. This, oh, uh, sorry, Antediluvian, um, A Divine Punishment. That is probably my favorite black metal release. Probably one of my favorite metal releases this year. Just that band is bizarre before and then they really amped up on this album uh super weird psychedelics parts crazy vocals like rhythm the the percussion percussion section which i usually would just say drumming but like i swear to god they're adding like tom beats over shit and just it sounds like cavemen like with their brains like uh ascending to another plane they find uh, they got some good those cavemen found some good mushrooms yeah yeah, kind of like, and they're experiencing they like a deity like coming down from the heavens, like enlightening them. Like it's fucking right, crazy. That sounds great. It yeah. sounds it's awesome. And then my favorite death metal release this year, I will probably have to say, the Concrete Winds Nerve Butcherer, because it's just like, hey, you like Angel Corpse? It's like, of course I do. Well, this is faster and crazier. It like sounds like. Like, when I hear death metal, I want it to sound like they're going to kill me and not, like, uh, a, a slow-moving zombie that I can right, dispatch I, with. I'm, I, I want it to be like a like a, like a a knife. Like, yeah. getting stabbed up, like, you know, slashed up. Speaking of which. <laughs> yeah. This year, I spent, if you look at my Spotify, I, like, mostly, largely listen to UK drill music, which I will not torture everyone by going into too much detail about, but. With regards to what would be, I guess, interesting to our listeners, it, you know, I've spent pretty much my whole life listening mostly to guitar music. I got into grime like two years ago, and that was probably the biggest shift away from that I've had. With regards to the drill subgenre in UK rap, I'll say this. Like, it, it's, it was exciting to find a genre of music that is happening right now that is mainstream in the sense of popularity like these guys get millions and millions of streams there and throughout europe but is also being literally censored by the police because it is controversial because they deal with gang violence in a very very like explicit direct way and the police in britain are different than the police here they actually care about solving murders and stuff which isn't to their credit they're just like a different breed of they're like guys who actually love the rules there, whereas here we have a lot of cops who are just like, well, I don't want to follow the rules. That's why I'm a cop. Um, also, everybody's closer together out there. Like, people can't hide in the suburbs from that kind of thing. Anyway, exciting to find something that is happening right now that is controversial but also very popular and where a lot of the people making it, I'm telling you, are incredibly talented. Some of those guys are really, really, really good at rapping. And the thing that I'm curious to see, because it's a genre I follow now, is what's going to happen next because like hardcore punk it is a very limited genre because the way it's connected to this gang thing and the lyrical content people expect as a result it has a fan base that i think can be pretty toxic in terms of limiting the artists that they listen to 
And so you have a bunch of people who are super talented, like a minority of people in the hardcore punk scene, and it is a minority in the drill scene, I think, too. There's a lot of crap. I'm curious to see what the people who are actually talented do next. Like, do they just keep doing the same thing, giving their fans what they want, and it'll get even more stale than I think it's already getting? Will they try to, to branch out? And if they do branch out, can they pull it off? Because there's hardcore guys who branched out musically and pulled it off. There's other ones where it was terrible. I think the rappers doing the drill thing in the UK right now, the guys who really do have incredible like lyrical and verbal talents and are good at rapping, they're all really young too, like early 20s at the oldest. Interested to see what they do next. Could just yeah. be something that goes by the wayside and is remembered as a fad, which would suck because they have the talent. But because you have the raw talent, especially with rap music, there's a lot more to it in terms of actually being able to make a bunch of music that's really interesting but it was exciting to find a genre that's happening now that has sort of and like you know gave me an opportunity to learn about the culture in the uk and stuff and uh that was an exciting thing that i got super into towards the end of the year i sort of shifted back to listening to punk more but pretty much this whole year i did not listen to very much guitar music which was it's we- cool to have a, a a shift like that like lately i've been listening to almost exclusively guitar music so yeah yeah I, it's almost like overdue. It's like all right, I'm catching up. You know, I listened to Yeezus a bit this year too. Stuff like that. I Great had, album. You know, a lot of rap music to catch up on. Uh, he's got a new one too. Uh, yeah, let's we not even talk about that. With garbage. But yeah, if you look at my Spotify Wrapped, you have to scroll down to like number twenty or thirty before you get to before a guitar you get song. To Donda. And I think the first. Yeah, before you get- <laughs> I think the first guitar song on there is. Uh, the Army song by Abrasive Wheels. I did listen to uh, their early stuff say a lot. Eric Clapton. No. Cocaine by Eric Clapton. There's an Ostakosk yeah, Ast- song in there, too. I did, for punk music, Ostakosk and Abrasive Wheels got a lot of play. I was on a little UK82 kind of kick. Yeah, you were for a bit. I'm sort Which of back is, on it now. It's cool. It, that's just cool. G- GBH cool. I've been big on lately. Great guitar sound. UK82, the year that Eric Clapton gave that racialist speech. Talking about was how it? he I thought that was in the 70s. Pakistani people out of England. Yeah, that was like in his prime is what's <laughs> fucked up about it. Right, so you know, probably millions of English people. He's the art. He's that. like kind of like the big reason why all that stuff happened. He invented know? screwdriver. Yeah, he was like. He was like, I have, I, 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 I know, must, I have a friend. Ian. I must create a band. I must help create a band that will put out one of the sickest songs ever. Oh, new one from 2021. <laughs> Speaking of you, Gaty, to Asylum, is this the price? La Vida Asun Moose, I think, again did a reissue of that. No, maybe they're just destroying it. Regardless crazy noisy punk from the early 80s from stoke on trent noisier than stoke on trent. it's like as hard as discharge but noisier than disorder so it's i'm stoked that got reissued and uh i think that might be the next sort of thing that i'm on a kick with that societad basterda tape sort of got me on it i might go on a little noise punk you know confused kind of kick for a minute gloom that kind of stuff oh that was another one on that same label from 2019, I didn't hear it till this year. The Enzyme LP, fucking amazing noise punk, uh, brutal, crushing, physically painful to listen to, but still has catchy choruses. So I'm here for it. Yeah, this year, I guess any any things for this year that we plan next year we plan on taking on. I'm I'm gonna be way more vocal with my disdain towards shit that I think absolutely sucks. You gotta uh, stop it in its tracks. I'm gonna stop it in its tracks. I'm gonna bully you into breaking up your fucking shitty it, band. Right in the submission. You know. There's a, sp- a certain band that I was kind of going after, and I might go harder on them eventually, that is named after another band that actually put out really sick music. Um, and they're playing in the similar genre, but they're, uh, as I was saying earlier, bullshit metalcore pretending to be power violence. 
Um, it's converge heads. Bands that like I'll, I'll say this new uh, new rule, uh, new rule. Uh, if you liked Converge when you were 15 and 16, and Stay that was your favorite band, yeah. s- stop playing. You aren't allowed to make music now. Yeah, you're done. I mean, you can make music, but just make it no. far away from any scene I'm involved with. No, I mean, this band's this band specifically is from a scene that I will never go to. So, uh, I, I will say, uh, you know, I did say to them, it's like, I, I, could sh- I should cut you some slack. You are from, insert city here. Uh so I, I meant know, more I, broadly, like just don't be into punk or hardcore. Yeah, well, no, but the, but the reason why they have to call stuff punk that certain terms like a power violence, right? Okay. Metalcore kids this. wouldn't like it. Yeah, because metalcore kids won't like it because the normal fan base won't so like it. So they, then, then they got to trick people. And they have to, yeah, pretty much. It's pretty much a trap. It's like I love power violence. My favorite, probably, probably my favorite sp- specific subgenre. And so I hear something, I, my brain lights up and goes, ooh, can't wait to check this out. And then it's just a bunch of that in my ears. It's like you're trying to fool me. Like, and maybe in me. a couple of years you could produce something that's better. I'm not sure. But, like, god damn. Yeah, how, how old are these people? I don't know. They look like they're in their 20s for sure. So. Well, see, they probably just don't know. But if you're in your it. 20s doing this, you're already fucked up. If you're 18, that's fine. If you're 20, that's fine, that's too. Fine. But like yeah. 24, 25, 26. Yeah, that's that's uh, nah. But then again, I don't know. I played some bullshit music. Um I just like Yeah, I remember that emo band you were in back in the day. What? Yeah. Yeah, the emo band I was in. Yeah, I yeah, don't act like you don't know <laughs> what you I'm were talking in, you, about. You you played uh, bass for After May, remember? <laughs> for Yeah, in autumn the the path changes. In autumn the roses will blush. <laughs> 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 or like, yeah, like I remember that shitty band you <laughs> <laughs> I was that was You were in that metalcore band. You're this band from Swords to Plowshares. They're named after a magic card. <laughs> what was the one? My sister. My, my sister, my regret. <laughs> oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Man, that, uh, that shit is. That she got be... stuck in the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> and our parents, they were married, so it doesn't count. Shit, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. So let, let more bullying, like more bullying, more more harmfulness, more, more supporting the shit that I actually do want to support. Yeah, you know, they do give a fuck about like less caring about shit that I don't give a fuck about. But yeah, like, also at the same time, like right, like I mean, you know, I'm I not will gonna stop you on next a track. year, so I don't want to hear any of that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not gonna, gonna vote in, in uh, two years either. Yeah, I ain't voting ever again. Fuck you motherfuckers that. tricked me. Fuck that. I think we should about end it here. Yeah, I got to get going. But shout out to Joe Biden. You made this a great year for us. Great yeah. year for everybody. Yeah. Um, I hope people enjoyed this episode. If not, there's another we one coming soon. We have a very special one coming special soon. One. We did, I mean, we already mentioned it. We're doing, we're doing the Crow Mags. Mags. We're doing a whole episode on them. And we're, we're going to do more stuff like that soon, too. We so, also are reunion to, retribution. A, to accompany yep. this episode. This episode, we're going to have a Spotify playlist with our favorite stuff that we could find on Spotify. Uh, Check the you description. Can, you can find link in the description to that, to our Instagram page, Cop Pod Official, Kings of Punk Pod on Twitter, the Kings of Punk Podcast on YouTube, and of course, kingsofpunk.com, our official website. So That's stay true. tuned for great new episodes. They're going to keep getting better and better. We promise, for the most part, you know, linear progression's rare, but we'll keep trying. And uh, we're going to have merch and eventually a Patreon that's all coming in 2022. So stay tuned. Yeah. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year's. And uh, bombs away. Bombs away, folks.